Season 4, Episode 11 of the Bridgeport Zone Podcast. I'm Carlos Ortega. Well, you know, I kind of expected this to happen in the search for the city of Bridgeport's police chiefs, and it has, in a very peculiar way. We'll have that and elections with, first, Mr. Billy Doggett. want to be the police chief of the city of Bridgeport, Connecticut. Well, good luck. There are things to that. There are attachments. There are investigations that are ongoing. That's one of the things that's going on with this whole thing. You know, facts are facts, minimal as they may be. But You expected this to happen if you're a citizen. You expect an investigation of any sort. You expect all that. But the one thing that really, and I think should really, really we should focus on is what is the investigation all about? City leaders are concerned that this week they might weigh in or have Mayor Gannon weigh in on choosing a permanent police chief. When two to three finalists for the jobs are involved in an ongoing allege of racism and discrimination within the police force. Okay, that's fine. It's been an ongoing investigation, I assume. So, when the city council president, Edie Nieves, urged the mayor to get brief on the findings, and it's from a private law firm called Jackson Lewis PC, I would take notice of that. I would because if you see that this has been an ongoing thing, that I don't know if it was before, if it was after, investigation of racism and so forth within the department treatments complaints have been made it's concerning 
And I'd be concerned because you're choosing the next chief who's going to run your police department. And that's a hard thing for many citizens to see. Whoa. They're saying, really, this is an investigation. This has to take place. We got to know more. Exactly. You got to know more. Former mayoral candidate and state senator current Marilyn Moore urged Mayor Ganim to refrain from selecting the top cop. Moore claimed who came close to beating Mayor Ganim in a Democratic mayoral primary, quote, I would try to find a way to hold off making that selection until I have all the most current information. I would want to know what that information is. It's critical. She thinks it's critical. And I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that, even though I said a few things that I, you know, about her. But she's right. She's absolutely right. Now, two of the cops involved in this allegation of the Jackson Lewis probe were the acting Chief Garcia and Captain Lonnie Blackwell. So, in this, complaints were reviewed, months-old complaints about the department on the operations under Garcia and her predecessor, A.J. Perez. Remember him? He's still making headlines until... uh, There were lodged individual complaints by Blackwell and collectively by the Guardians, a group of minority officers, which Blackwell is the vice president. So... What are the allegations by the Guardians? Nobody knows. Only they know. So you would think that this situation would be an opening for retired police captain Roderick Porter, right? Who knows? Who knows? So it could be an opening. It could be something. It could be an opening. It could be nothing. It could be something else, or it could be nothing. A lot of this is eh, about race, which I think it is. It's not politicized like I thought it would be. But it's a process where everybody, everybody has to take a deep breath and say, okay, what? Is going on here. That's all. Just take a deep breath and say, hey, what's going on here? We don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I don't even think the mayor knows what's going on. You have these candidates going to schools, going in front of audiences, and saying, what are you going to do for the city of Bridgeport as far as law enforcement is concerned? All of that is on the back burner because of this investigation. The November surprise. You only see that in politics. Quote, unquote, the investigation by the firm remaining allegations that were raised directly or indirectly by the Bridgeport Guardians is ongoing. 
ongoing. Think about that. This is an ongoing investigation. The problem is that Jackson Lewis's findings when issues could potentially reflect poorly on either Garcia or Blackwell. Blackwell, during his recent public forums with his two rivals, has complained about unfairness within the department and claimed that he will be the chief who will promote diversity. Okay, yeah, he said that during his um, time during the, um, the two forums. That's nice. So, what is going to happen here? I think nobody knows. I do believe and I do agree that the mayor should hold off on his decision. It's not a decision that's going to be made very lightly. The findings should be used as a framework to reassess policies within the department under the guidance of the Labor Department. So here's what we're dealing with right now. It's a conundrum that the law firm Jackson Lewis, when issues could potentially reflect poorly on either Garcia or Blackwell. And it can. So I don't know if how to read this. I do not know what could we make of this. I think there's a lot of things unwrap here. This is an ongoing thing. This is a situation that not only could reflect very poorly on the candidates that we just mentioned, but it also could reflect on the city. The city could also say this. We're going to go in another direction in choosing a police chief. They can do that. We're going to look at not only these three candidates, but we can eliminate the two and start all over again. They can do that. They could try. Daniel Roach, a mayor's aide, who also is the chairman of the city-appointed police commission, says, quote, I don't think it's a, that it would be a bad idea. Ultimately, it's the mayor's decision, not only who he will pick as the next chief, but whether not to move forward with that decision or to hold it off. My gut tells me the mayor should try to get as much information as possible. I totally agree with that. I mean, what in the world are you getting into? Who are you going to pick who has these investigations going on? Roach admitted that there's an ongoing probe of the two contenders, potentially complicating a months-long search for chief that's near its end. Say that again. That's near its end. Last month, amongst 19 applicants, Garcia, Blackwell, and Porter were selected amongst 19 applicants. A dozen of those from Connecticut, and there are three finalists. I mean, this is a bad time to have this happen. It is. It is just a bad time for this to happen. You have an ongoing investigation now, still ongoing, still, about who and what happened that was 
racially motivated. What happened here? How in the world did it get to this point? How? Marilyn Moore had another interesting quote, saying, quote, Why do we keep paying for information and then not using it to make decisions? Don't let this backfire on us later. Well, it just might. It just might. And um, again, if these were complaints that were lodged months, days, years ago, okay. 2019, that's when Perez was the chief. Garcia was the assistant police chief. Christopher Meyer. Christopher Meyer. Remember him? The appointed city attorney resigned. Says the Guardians weren't shy about filing complaints and that Jackson Lewis was in charge of scrutinizing each one. To the best of my knowledge, their complaint seems to be to be going against Rebecca Garcia. Byers recalled, adding that as of his departure, he was not aware of any were found to be justified. So this is getting to be, eh, he said, he says, who did this, who did that? It's a mystery. It is a huge mystery on what's going on with the police chief's selection. Huge. Huge enough that they have to put it possibly on hold. Putting it on hold. I mean, this is the last thing that the mayor wanted. That there has to be a stoppage of a selection for police chief. State Rep. Steve Staffestrom offered a viewpoint also. He's urging the mayor to pick retired Roderick Porter. My personal preference would be that to see at least one outside candidate in the mix. That's not the case. That not being the case, a change from the current leadership is due. At this point, in her respective to this investigation and outcome, I think Captain Porter is probably the best choice with Captain Blackwell being a kind second. Again, that's his opinion. He's a state rep. He has a right to that opinion. I wouldn't say overly concerning, but it's his opinion on who he should think the mayor should choose. But he has not made that choice yet. He has not gone out on a limb and said, here's my guy, here's my gal, or he will probably, I'm not going to say he's going to do this. He just may say this. I'm going to scrap these three and start from scratch again. Start a whole new process. That could be in the cards. Because he's just probably saying to himself, this is bullshit. It's just utter bullshit. Why are we picking people for a job They're very impressive, but then we had this investigation, and now I have to pick another set of candidates because the three of them that we have now, I have no clue. And the representative Stafferstrom, I totally agree. If Roderick Porter, who is retired and wants the job and has a clean slate, 
he should be picked. So let's not beat around the bush about this. This is something that the mayor has to do. He has to pick. He has to make a decision. He has to do what he thinks is the best qualified candidate to be police chief of the city of Bridgeport. And this doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. It doesn't help that there's an investigation by one sect and people are saying, wait, and one person is saying, hey, pick this guy. Hey, welcome to selecting a police chief for the city of Bridgeport, Connecticut. That's going to be a doozy of a thing for him to make up his mind on. A doozy. You got to love it. Got to love things in the city of Bridgeport the way they're run. It's awesome. It's like having pancakes without the syrup. (laughs) It's insane sometimes. It really is. Too insane to be true. So, let the games begin. Back after this. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Back on the scene. 
company. Come on. So now I dwell just to say you're plain on. Hold your cup, cause I got the container. Pass the plate up, cross the fader. Black sheep get played like the Sony Innovator. Never the traitor, party inflator. And you can get a scoop later. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. I think you get with this, cause this is kind of that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. That's Black Sheep in The Choice Is Yours. And this coming election, which is called the midterms, The Choice Is Yours. Now, I've seen a lot of what people are saying and what they're going to do, what's going to be done, and pollsters and so forth saying, who's going to take over this? Who's going to take over that? Who's going to maintain this? Who's going to maintain that? Here's the thing. If you are a certain believer in polls, a certain believer that the polls say the Republicans are going to take the House, the Democrats are going to own the Senate, and vice versa, and everything's going to be the same, Democrats are going to run the whole thing. Think about this for a moment. If you really believe and truly believe in polling, Believe this, if you believe the polls that the Republicans are going to take over the House, let's just say that out there, you believe the polls also that say the Republicans are better in the economy, hey, take that as it is. Take it with a grain of salt. Didn't what happened on January the 6th matter to anybody? If it didn't. Why are we here then? Why are we here with that sacred right to vote and that sacred right to say, we need to do this? Now, things economically are not good. They're not great either. They're not bad. People still have jobs. But the fact of the matter is, yeah, as Despite even all that, you are still going to choose a party that on January the 6th, with the help of the president then, try to pull off a coup. Try to pull off a coup. I mean, you got to be, I'm not going to say dumb, stupid, what have you. Made that thing you make it feel like it's going to be the end all of end alls. Storming the Capitol. You know, they had hearings on it, and those hearings didn't matter to anybody. It should have mattered to you. But you know what mattered to a lot of people out there? Their pocketbooks. And that's understandable. 
their pocketbooks mattered because yes we have inflation yes we have high prices on everything well here's the problem you can't blame the government for everything it's easy to play the blame the government it's like people who make anti-semitic remarks blame the jews for everything well if you look at your facts if you look up the shit that should be looked up in the computer that you have the top five richest people on earth are not jewish they don't run the world but you say hey they say it everything is uh, factual they said it it must be true not everything is all that actual factual true high prices of food whose fault's that it's not the government's the government can't set prices on food they can't do that the government can't set prices on gasoline guess who does that people at the gas station how do they get their prices they get their prices through the oil companies is that the government's fault no medicines get your prescription hey this prescription went up by five dollars is that the government's fault no it's the fault of the pharmaceutical companies there are lots of things and yes the government may or may not do the government runs everything yeah that's great blah 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 but your economic situation is not the government's fault it's not it is not your fault it's not their fault they can't be blamed for everything they can't be blamed because one country decided to invade another it can't be all the government's fault republicans would like to see you get blamed see hey take it out on the democrats it's their fault they how could it be their fault after two years of being in power everything went the hell in the handbasket do you look back at what happened in 2020 and said oh this is what happened you didn't you assholes didn't somebody had to get it started but no you didn't you didn't do that you didn't do your due fucking diligence and you didn't do that you rather listen to conservatives on fox news conservatives on podcasts and they're not telling you the god's honest truth tucker carlson said and i quote there's a shortage of natural gas it's all the president biden's fault pretty much and it's not president biden's fault he usually wears a bow tie and people with bow ties actually are intelligent but he's a dick do your research when you go to the polls and you look back on things look back at what happened where did we get to this certain point look at all the things that have been done see this is the thing you get roped in to one thing that happened and then you are going to do the other and i don't blame you you gotta look out for your pocketbooks you pay bills too but you know january the 6th should have changed that it should have said to people my god who are we picking to be in government to make legislation happen who in the fuck are we picking because i don't know who you know who you know who you're picking 
because I certainly don't know. You want to pick people who have conspiracy theories that Democrats eat their own? No. You want conspiracy theorists who go after the Speaker of the House because she's a danger to society? You want to pick people who do that and attack a husband, fracture his skull? You want our own people who are in political power to be attacked? If that was you, would you want to be safe? Would you not want to be attacked by a person who has history of wanting to attack other people in public? No. You don't want to be attacked in public by some guy who thinks that you're a piece of garbage, political garbage. No, you don't. So why are you going to choose people who do that? Why are you going to choose people who have in all have done nothing in their history they've cut taxes they've cut spending hey you know the british prime minister did that the marcus fell off his ass and she quit after six weeks on the job how's that worked out it never works out in the united states of america we always wind up in debt in a deficit that's not facts it's true and we're always told that we big spenders the Democrats are. So, on this election day, who are you going to choose? Who are you going to choose? Are you going to choose a candidate who, in all honesty, actually wants this country to go in the right direction? Wants to get out of this inflation? Because, yes, it is affecting you. It is affecting how you borrow money. It's affecting how you buy a house. It's affecting how you buy a car. But you have to look back at how we got here. We didn't get here because the people in charge now got us into this. Gotta look back. We have a pandemic going still. And that's what happened. Remember beginnings of the pandemic? A certain guy says that, oh, it's going to go away. There's going to be this thing called spring. And all this is just going to go away like that. No, it didn't. It's still ongoing. Still. And the economy almost went through and still is going through it. Through the toilet. People getting laid off. Country getting shut down. People, even though there are millions of jobs out there, People are still looking for work. But you want to believe the conspiracy theorists. You want to believe the people who won't do nothing when they get power. You want to believe the people who say, and I quote, if I win, we'll never lose an election again. That's authoritarianism. That's what helped a lot of people spurring them on to say, we are going to win. Has to change. Now, and you're within the sound of my voice. Think about this. January 6th was a telltale sign. I get it. You're hurting in the pocketbooks. I do. But if January the 6th didn't do anything to you, it hasn't done anything to them. Hasn't. It has done nothing to them. They're willing to think that you're going to look at all this and say, eh, they're not going to do nothing. 
what are they going to do? They're going to look at the whole picture. We got all people on the ground. And that's another thing. They're going to have people, people, poll watchers outside of your districts wondering who you're voting for. Really? you got to be kidding me. That's the epitome, the epitome of what America is not supposed to be about. But they think that they're going to get away with it and you are going to help them get away with it because you are going to vote us in because you care more about your pocketbooks than you care about what happened on January the 6th. You should care about what happened in your pocketbooks. That is important. But also, you should care more about the democracy that we still have. We have a democracy. And that democracy is just as important as anything in this country, including the pocketbooks that you so maintain to have but like I said food prices whose fault's that gas prices whose fault's that prescriptions whose fault's that all those prices are going up but whose fault's that who are you looking to blame look back look back how did we get to this point how how did we get to this point And until you answer that question and you answer that to your satisfaction, then you know something, there's going to be a lot of people that are willing to say, this is the one time where you got to be willing to say to yourself, hey, this is America. We should have the only right to have our vote and our say about who we choose to lead this nation because not we're going to pick up the pieces and find after all the dust has settled that there's a new government and it ain't going to be what you thought it will be come November 8th that's the Bridgeport's own podcast I'm Carlos Ortega see you later (laughs) 